What is up, Dolphins, and welcome to another episode of the Finn Sports Football Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony John Deletti. If it's your first time listening to the podcast, thanks for coming on. If it's not your first time, man, you know, welcome back. And so today, um, I kind of wanted to take a break uh, on today's podcast from the mini-series that I've been doing. Uh, If you haven't checked out the videos, I've been breaking down every position group, uh, group by group, started off with the wide receivers, then running backs, then offensive linemen, and I kind of wanted to take a break from giving you prospect rankings and just talk about the Dolphins for a little bit because, you know, recently it's been draft, 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 free agency, free agency, and I just wanted to spend some time on the podcast today talking to you guys about, you know, what has been transpiring with the Dolphins, you know, rumors circulating about players, people that they think the Dolphins are going to get, obviously none of them being true because we don't know what the Dolphins are ever going to do. But that's what I really wanted to take time to to talk about on today's podcast. Um, And I wanted to start off with the trade that the Dolphins did because I had strep throat. Um, I'm doing better. I had strep throat last time that we did that I did a podcast. It was, you know, breaking the news down uh, that we just found out that the Dolphins traded, you know, back to 12 and then back up to six. So I did a a short little podcast, but I wanted to go over that more in depth. um, And then also at the same time, talk about, you know, essentially how I feel like the Dolphins, uh, what their mindset is going into the draft, not players who I think they're going to get, because at the end of the day, I don't think anyone knows um, who the Dolphins ever want. I think they are an enigma. Uh, not that, you know, we can't expect them to, you know, as if they're going to get someone, you know, I don't even know, like Rondale Moore with the six overall pick. Like, obviously, they're not going to go that far out of left field. But the assumption that, you know, they're going to take your guy kind of misguided. So let's break down the trade, shall we? Um, The first thing I wanted to talk about with the trade is people have mentioned um, that, you know, it doesn't, the the trade doesn't put them out of the Deshaun Watson conversation. And here's where I disagree. Um, I understand the thought that, you know, they're putting more uh, first round picks down the road for Deshaun Watson. I think a lot of people, uh, especially after the video that released today, it was a video of Deshaun Watson hanging out with a porn star, um, and she was dressed in a maid's outfit uh, playing basketball. I think a lot of people, you know, are out on Deshaun Watson. Look, I understand his talent, but I mean, I I, I put this on Twitter. If, If you still want Deshaun Watson after watching that video, I don't know what to tell you. You don't see quarterbacks like Brady, like Breeze, like Peyton Manning, like Mahomes doing things like that with all these allegations. And so, again, I don't know if these are true or not. I'm not trying to say that they are. But for me, my mindset is not always what are the Dolphins doing and how does it relate to Deshaun Watson? We have a quarterback on our team right now named Tua Tungavailoa who has done nothing but everything correct. That didn't make sense. Let me rewind. He has done nothing but the right thing since he got to the Dolphins. 
Um, he had a okay rookie year considering the talent around him, offensive line, wide receiver, everything. He has a lot of issues that he needs to overcome just like every rookie quarterback does. Uh, and, and he should be the guy you should be focusing on. Not what are the Dolphins doing to acquire Deshaun Watson, how every single move has to do with them acquiring Deshaun Watson. Look, the reality is if the Dolphins really wanted a quarterback like Deshaun Watson, they wouldn't have traded back up to six. And that's the big key point that that shows me the Dolphins are all in on Tua. Because if they weren't, they would have stayed at 12. They would have kept that first round pick next year. They would have kept that first round pick the year after that. But they didn't. And the reason why is because they are committed to help Tua Tungavailoa and surround him with as much talent as possible. So that right there should go you should show you all you need to know about the Dolphins' feelings on Tua Tungavailoa. Not to mention all of the times that Chris Greer and Brian Flores have said, Tua's our guy. Okay, not to mention all of those times, but just look at their actions. You wouldn't trade all the way back up to six and give up a first round pick if you, you know, if you were wanting Deshaun Watson, you would try to keep as much draft capital as possible. They didn't do that. They traded back up because in my opinion, after seeing everything, I believe they were in on the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. I believe that the Dolphins were going to try to get him. However, I feel like they are one of many teams that with all of the allegations, with all of the work they're seeing Tua put in the offseason, they're like, you know what? If something happens down the road where we can get him, maybe, but I do not think anything that the Dolphins do right now is with Deshaun Watson on their mind. They are trying to build around the quarterback that they have on their team right now named Tua Tungavailoa. So let's talk about the actual move, okay? First of all, I, I broke it down in the original breaking news video, uh, the emergency podcast I did. I love the move. Now, there's some people out there, and it's not their fault, but Dolphin fans are very spoiled, and let me tell you why. Last year, we had three first-round picks and two seconds. This year, we have two firsts and two seconds. And so, at first... I myself included, when I saw, oh my god, the Dolphins are now going to have two first-round picks at least four years in a row, including last year, you're telling me we're going to have nine first-round picks over a four-year span? I was hype. I was excited. But there are a lot of people that once we traded back up from 12 to 6 and gave up one of those first-rounders, they were upset with the trade. Uh, Because they're like, man, you gave up a first round asset that we would have had next year. Most normal teams don't have multiple first round picks every single year. And if you're upset that the Dolphins traded from 12 to 6, most likely to get you a wide receiver or offensive lineman that you are complaining that you want the Dolphins to get, then I don't know what to tell you, man. They traded up to 6. And to be honest... Only swapping third and fourth and giving a first round pick, that's not a lot of value to me, to be honest with you. Like, I don't think the Dolphins paid a lot to go from 12 to 6 at all. Uh, I'm trying to think, like, the Dolphins next year, worst case scenario, like, I don't think their their pick is going to be any worse than, like, middle of the draft. I don't think their pick is going to be any worse than, like, 15, 16. 
So you gave them a mid to late first round pick, which again, it's it's not like this top end pick. You gave them a mid to late first round pick and you moved up all the way to six spots to where you are now based off the quarterback market, which we'll talk about in a bit. You're going to get essentially the third best player in the draft because I believe that all the quarterbacks going in the first three picks, the only one worthy of a top five pick is Trevor Lawrence. If you just go based off of how talented they are, their on-field production for four years, only Trevor Lawrence is worthy of that top five pick. So you're going to have people fall out of that pick, out of those picks where they would have gone. You're going to have people like Penesul available at four, uh, Penesul maybe available at five, depending on where Atlanta goes. You're going to have people like Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell. They are all going to be there waiting for you in your hand at six. And all you had to do was give up one first round pick, which is probably in my case, I think the Dolphins should be 10 and six, 11 and five next year. Worst case scenario, eight and eight, nine and seven. Some people have said, or some people think, which I completely understand. Um, Worst case scenario, you're giving up what? The 16th pick in the draft, give or take, depending on how other teams do. The Dolphins did not give up a lot to trade back up. And I love the move because it's ballsy. That's why I love it. I love it because Chris Greer's like, I know what I'm doing. Like, Yeah, I'll trade all the way back to 12 and then I'll move up to six so that I ultimately only move back three spots, swapped a third and a fourth, uh, gained a third next year and a first in two years. Like, yeah, I'll do that, of course, because what he did is he he 100 percent set the first three picks of the draft by trading up two, three. The 49ers basically told the whole NFL the top three picks are going to be quarterback because the rumor is San Francisco tried to trade up to New York uh, to, to number two with the Jets. Jets said, nope, we're not doing it. That means they're taking a quarterback. They they wouldn't not they wouldn't want to keep that pick as much as I love Penny Sewell. You, if someone's willing to give you two, three first round picks to move back to 12, you're going to do it unless it's for a quarterback. So by the Dolphins trading back, they essentially showed the whole entire NFL top three picks are quarterback. The jury's still out on whether Atlanta will pick a quarterback. I think they could slash should because I believe if you can put a quarterback behind Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan is a decent, above average, very respectable, in my opinion, quarterback that can groom a young guy like Justin Fields, Mac Jones, whoever's available to them. I would love that pick. So you essentially, if you're the Dolphins now and you're Chris Greer, You think to yourself, I'm going to be at pick six, 100% the top three picks are going to be quarterback. Okay, and in my, in Anthony's mind, in Finn Sports Football world, the top four picks could easily be quarterback. So let's just go with the three quarterback scenario, which is, it's going to happen. All three teams are going to take a quarterback. The Dolphins are going to sit there at six. Neither team, Atlanta or Cincinnati, should take a wide receiver. I don't consider Kyle Pitts a wide receiver. I, I, I'm not saying he's not good. It's just I'm talking about wide receiver, Jalen Waddell, Devontae Smith, Jamar Chase. All top three to me, all pretty much the exact same. You know, I like some better than others, but they are all like A-plus picks, okay? 
the Atlanta Falcons shouldn't take a wide receiver. I don't think they will. They'll probably go either offensive line, quarterback, or Kyle Pitts. Then you have the Bengals, which I'm releasing a full first-round mock draft of every team. Uh, and I talk about in it how if the Bengals pick anyone else than Penny Sewell, if he's available, it would be the dumbest decision they have made in probably, I don't know how many years. Because if the number one goal for you is not to protect the quarterback that you picked first overall, you're doing something wrong. They could probably use Jamar Chase. The appeal of pairing him with Joe Burrow again is incredible. But protecting your quarterback is more important. So I just talked about two teams, Atlanta and the Bengals. Two teams right there. Both of them should not be in the wide receiver market. Okay? Um, And if Penny Sewell is gone for, you know, at, at five where Atlanta or where Cincinnati's picking, excuse me, say Atlanta doesn't go quarterback, they pick Penny Sewell. Um, excuse me, sorry, it's my phone. If Penny Sewell goes and he's not available to the Cincinnati Bengals, I could see them taking Jamar Chase because they have, you know, a young uh, tackle, the tackle from Alabama, um, skipping on his name. They have the young tackle from Alabama who was injured. They just got a right tackle in free agency. Um, Reef, I think his name is. Uh, I apologize if I'm skipping on that. But you have now at six in that scenario, you can either trade back again because a quarterback is available and maybe a team wants him. Or you're now going to have, you know, in that in that scenario that I just said, offensive lineman, wide receiver go, you're going to have Jalen Waddell, Devontae Smith, Kyle Pitts, all available to you. All available. And in the scenario I more uh, more so think will happen, Atlanta's probably going to take Kyle Pitts or a quarterback, or they could trade out of it. Okay? So what's going to happen is Penesul is going to go to the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Dolphins are going to be sitting there with either all options at receiver, Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell, and Kyle Pitts, or if Kyle Pitts goes to Atlanta, they're going to have all three wide receivers available to them. And in the meantime, not only do they have their pick at which wide receiver they want, they also added a third round pick next year and a first round pick two years from now, which you may not like because it's not right now, but you're going to love it two years from now when there's like, oh man, we could really use you know, this position in the first round. Ooh, yep, we have two picks now. Thank you, Chris Greer, two years ago. You're going to love that pick two years from now. I promise you that. So I love the move because the Dolphins essentially, Chris Greer looked at it and said, man, if I trade out of the top three, that means the top three picks are going to be quarterback. And the two people ahead of me, their number one need is not wide receiver at all. Like Atlanta's number one need is offensive line, quarterback, and then probably defense. And then Cincinnati, it's pretty much everywhere. And honestly, I could argue their wide receivers aren't too, too bad. They could definitely use a wide receiver, but I wouldn't say that's their major need at all. Knowing them, they'll probably go wide receiver, though, just because they're they're not the smartest franchise. Um, although I do like what Zach Taylor and them have been doing in free agency. I'm not going to lie. However, you know, just just trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, it's most likely going to be the Dolphins are sitting there at six with all three wide receivers available to them. 
And if the board falls the right way, say Atlanta takes a quarterback or they trade out of it, now you have Kyle Pitts and all options available to you. So with that in mind, what do the Dolphins do in these scenarios? Well, I think the Dolphins heading into this, Chris Greer has, well, Chris Greer and Brian Flores, they have to have at least about three players that they love, okay? Unless you're the first overall pick, you don't have just one player you like, okay? Unless you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, you have to have multiple people that you like. And if you're the Dolphins, you're not going into the sixth pick. I've seen a bunch of people, oh, they went to the six picks because they want Chase or they want Smith or they want Waddle or they want Pitts. No, no, no. The Dolphins moved to six because there's about three guys that they're like, yep, love them. And, you know, I, I, I've mentioned offensive line before. I would assume Chris Greer would have Penny Sewell on his board. Now, if he, you know, a, a great point was brought up to me uh, uh, by a smart guy. And he said, you know, if we were just talking, you know, it wasn't on the podcast. And he was like, you know, if the Dolphins really love Penny Sewell, they wouldn't have traded from three. Uh, and, and, and I agree with that. I mean, I don't think that the Dolphins were definitely wanting to pick Penny Sewell. However, we both agree. Like if the Dolphins are there at six and for some reason Atlanta picks a quarterback or Kyle Pitts and Cincinnati is stupid enough to take a wide receiver over Penny Sewell, I highly doubt the Dolphins pass on Penny Sewell as much as they might love a wide receiver. Again, this is what I was just talking about. There you have three players at least that they love. I don't know who those players are. I can only guess it's probably, you know, if they're thinking realistic players we have a shot at, it's probably the three wide receivers. To be honest, if it's players we have a shot at, I would assume it's, you know, it might be all four guys. They might think we have a real realistic shot at all four wide receivers. They might not think they have a shot at Penny Sewell, but they didn't think they had a shot at Laramie Tunsil either. He falls to 13 and here we are. Um, so, you know, where do the dolphins go with this? I'm not, I'm not sure what pick, you know, I've been doing my top five rankings. Um, and you know, in it, I mentioned my top three wide receivers are Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Devonte Smith in that order. And out of those three guys, again, any of those guys, man, you pick any of those guys as six and I would love it. Um, if I, if I had to pick, to be honest though, I would probably say Devonte Smith. And the reason I'm going to say Devontae Smith is because um, they got to meet him at the Senior Bowl, uh, which is a huge bonus. They got to meet him. They got to see his character, the type of person he is, actually speak to him mask to mask. Hope you enjoyed that joke. Um, So if I could guess if all three are available, they'll take Devontae Smith. But again, Chris Greer is smarter than you and I. He's going to go into this with multiple guys that he loves. And I would guess... If Penny Sewell is available to them, they would take him. You know, it's just hard for me to believe with the amount of picks they've spent on offensive line, with the way everything with Laramie Tunsil went down, when they saw the value firsthand of a franchise left tackle, it would be hard for me to believe that when Penny Sewell is available, or if he's available to them at six, that they pass on him. Those are just, those are just my overall thoughts. But, you know, just talking about the trade, you know, in a whole, I love the trade. 
You know, again, I love that the Dolphins were ballsy. I love that they were making moves. I love that they didn't stand firm and reach for a guy at three, unless it's Penny Sewell, which I love. Uh, but, I, you know, I'm glad that they didn't just settle. I'm glad that they didn't just say, you know what, we'll just stay here and pick a guy three. No, we're going to we're gonna move. We're going to be active. We're going to get more acquisitions. We're going to get more draft picks on top of what we have. And I love that. I love that about Chris Greer. I love that about, about Brian Flores, and you should too. It's as simple as that. So that's it, guys. That's all I have for today's podcast. I just wanted to go over, you know, what I what I thought of the trade. I didn't really get to talk about it too much on my initial uh, podcast episode. I was sick. It was, you know, all happening so fast. So I wanted to really take time to break it down, talk to you guys about what I think, um, and, and just give you, you know, what what I'm thinking that Chris Greer's philosophy is with it. You know, let's move back. Let's take a guy at six that we could have gotten at three. Maybe not Penny Sewell, but the the chances of Penny Sewell again falling to six aren't out of the realm of possibility. I think that Chris Greer is willing to take that chance that he's not there, or he would have just stayed at three. But he's not going to rule it out that hey, I have Atlanta ahead of me that could take a quarterback or trade out, and I have a team in in the Browns ahead of me that never do the right thing. So is it out of the realm possibility that the Dolphins could have you know? Pitts and two wide receivers and Penny Sewell available to them at six. No, it's not out of the realm possibility at all. And I love the Dolphins just being aggressive, being proactive, and and making you know what happen. You know, I, I absolutely love that about this team. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Stay safe. Fins up.